she didn't even speak English. I actually asked her, how the hell can you actually be able to communicate? She said, ah, oh, Google Translate, and you have to know how to keep them online and keep them in the chat. So that's the first thing, of course, if anyone is uh, expecting to pay for communication, that's a big, big red flag with marriage agencies. Experience. Welcome to another Valka Valkas with me, Connor Klein. This is the Zara Experience. This is where we're going to be living here in Odessa, Ukraine. And today's Valkas episode is about why there are no scammer agencies. Definitely not in this city, because this is Scam Central, this is Odessa Mama but in Belarus, the neighboring country where I've been spending a lot of time over the last year and documenting my experiences there, both uh, just traveling around the country and enjoying it and also uh, dating local women in Belarus. And as I said, this city in particular, like if you were to go and Google, I don't know, mail order bride or dating agency in Eastern Europe or Slavic girls, uh, what else they have, matchmaking services, romance tours, marriage agencies, it's all basically going to probably return 90% of the hits of this country, Ukraine. And on top of it, this city, Odessa, is probably going to be about, I don't know, it's going to be probably half the results because this city has had an infamous industry over the last 20 years involving introducing Western men, we'll say, some men from North America or Western Europe with local women here in Ukraine. And First disclaimer, I'm not saying every kind of service that's there that's even from Odessa is a scam. Of course, there are some legitimate ones. I've done some uh, videos actually with them and you can check them out below in the description if you happen to stumble across this video and at the end you want to go and check that out. Do your best. Also, another disclaimer is that I do not actually run such an agency myself, just to make that clear. I've never actually gone to one. I don't feel like I need that. And um, well, I have used Tinder here. I'm going to document that in some other uh, videos here on YouTube. But what was really interesting having traveled to Belarus is that you don't see uh, those kind of guys of a certain age and a certain style of dress uh, and a certain, to be blunt, desperation at times uh, being here, uh, being in Belarus as you, as you see here in Odessa. And I'll just tell you a little anecdote. My, one of my French friends, Remy, who's in some of my earlier videos, he hasn't been back for a while actually. We may be meeting up on yours and shooting some new content together. He was really shocked when he came to the city because you could see the uh, scam set up in terms of like, you know, two girls, one being an interpreter ostensibly, and then the guy, potential bride, and then this guy who's clearly just been taken for a little bit of uh, a ride. I think in uh, Cuba they have an expression, Hinateria, I think is how you say it, Hinatero, Hinatera, where it's a similar thing where they ride on the backs of the foreigners. That's something that happens a lot in this city. So, very different to Belarus. So, why would that be? I mean, the women are just as famous, well, they should be just as famous for their beauty as here in Ukraine or in Russia, but you don't see the same uh, setup, whether it's legitimate or illegitimate, being so widespread there. Now, I did a little bit of research, and the first point was kind of, Funny in a way because I went and looked up, well, are there any sort of marriage agencies whatsoever online in Belarus? And the owner of the biggest one actually wrote to me the same day afterwards. I actually managed to get some good information about how it all works from her. So thank you for that. Yeah, so that was kind of a funny coincidence that happens. So that's cool. Thank you, Galina Pinchuk, for your uh, information, your help on that. So basically what happens, uh, and this is the biggest difference between, say, Ukraine 
and Belarus with respect to marriage agencies or all these kind of dating sites from man's doors. Matchmaking services is, you need a license in Belarus. Now you see my other country in Belarus where I emphasize, of course, uh, you know, it's a very safe country because they have a lot of police and they respect the rule of law. And actually it's really interesting. I went back and I looked at the history of it and apparently there were some kind of tours that were organized and that actually led to some new laws in the Belarusian parliament back in 2005. And actually they've made it that you needed a license in order to run this kind of operation. And Lukashenko himself, the president said that he was, well, he said no, no in certain terms that he was not a fan of, <laughs> of these kind of introduction um, it's not, well, businesses and uh, he was worried that it would drain Belarus of its um, childbearing women uh, folks so that was kind of funny to come across as a quote. Marriage agency licenses are very very limited in Belarus so actually uh, thanks to the information I got uh, coincidentally just when I was about to shoot this video there's actually only nine licensed uh, marriage agencies in Belarus and I think only four or five of those even market themselves towards foreigners. Uh, so there you see as opposed to if you just put it into Google and see how many come up for Ukraine you're gonna see a massive difference. Uh, I would imagine I looked at this maybe it's a good while ago now uh, maybe five years ago and <laughs> there was like hundreds and and there was basically over 100 here from Odessa alone as a city. So you see the big difference. This is the first thing is that it's limited uh, because you need a license to operate. Uh, and that actually, in general, means once you have to have a license to operate, that the government controls a lot more strictly about what's going on. I remember I had a friend here who wanted to invest in a marriage agency. And the owner just explained from, you know, A to Z exactly how they basically fleece their clients. Uh, not a very... Not a very honest uh, business. This particular one, of course, disclaimer, I'm not saying they're all like that. And I have met one uh, legitimate owners who want to actually help their clients. But that was basically the main business model. That's not going to happen uh, in Belarus, a country which has a very strict rule of law, which is my second point about why there are not so many. Um, that's why if you go and search, you're not going to find about marriage agencies or dating services so much in Belarus. Is the fact that it's a country with rule of law. Um, Ukraine, as much as I love it, is a country that's basically got a complete and utter lack of rule of law, which means in general, and I talked about this in terms of level of trust between women you're going to meet here and you as a, a foreigner, as a stranger, uh, how it works and how it's low here compared to Belarus. So it's the same thing when it comes to um, using any sort of service online. It's like, well, basically you can get away with it in Ukraine because rule of law enforcement is pretty low. Uh, especially if you were a foreigner and then to bring a complaint here, it's going to be pretty hard to enforce your rights in a, in a court. And what does that lead to? It leads to attraction of a lot of people who want to, you know, get your money by no matter what means necessary in order to achieve that. Uh, so that means there's just a lot bigger business, not just that you need a license. It's actually like it attracts a lot of people who are looking to make quick money in that sense. So definitely rule of law. Uh, as I said, it's very hard to commit a crime if you look at um, the apprehension rates uh, for crime in Belarus versus Ukraine. Obviously, Belarus is a lot higher because of the structure of the state and its emphasis on rule of law. For better or worse, that's the way it is in Belarus versus Ukraine, where there are a lot of cool things that Ukraine has that Belarus doesn't, but rule of law is definitely not one of them. So apparently, if it's not um, a big scam business, uh, I actually did date someone who had told me that she had her own marriage agency, for example, um, a couple of years ago when she was probably 19 or 20 and she was making maybe 2,000 US dollars a month out of it. And basically by scamming 
you know, her, her clients in inverted commas. She didn't even speak English. I actually asked her, how the hell can you actually be able to communicate? She said, oh, Google Translate, and you have to know how to keep them online. I keep them in the chat. So that's the first thing, of course, if anyone is uh, expecting to pay for communication, that's a big, big red flag with marriage agencies. So apparently, you don't have so many uh, even ladies in inverted commas. I always love the way they the marriage agencies describe uh, the women on their um, sites or maybe it could be just a dating site not just a marriage agency uh, as ladies especially if it's clear that it's a scammer operation the last thing those uh, women are, are ladies <laughs> they are they're criminals basically and apparently uh, they don't seem to be flocking to you know marriage agencies in Belarus as much once there's no scam involved uh, unlike in Ukraine so definitely uh, be careful if you decide ever to use those uh, sites yourself so what I have noticed is actually some you know I did my research on how to look on YouTube and I also uh, did a, you know some Google searches to see uh, what there is about Belarusian women that's marketed in this way it's usually marketed uh, to guys from you know North America or from Western Europe who basically are struggling to meet women in their own countries and then this is the uh, the silver budget to come over here um, or to Odessa or to of course Belarus and there are some kind of well I would call it sketchy um, Ukrainian agencies that have put all these Belarusian women on their websites uh, it's clear they don't have a license to operate in Belarus it's not one of those agencies that have the license uh, and basically they don't offer any tours or anything there but they put the women up so you can, can communicate with them uh, and then you charge for that so again as I said I wouldn't put too much faith in in any uh, kind of service that makes you uh, pay for communication because communication basically their incentive is to keep you on the side and make money so obviously there is a huge incentive as a result just to um, yeah basically be disingenuous and keep you there because maybe the women are even getting kickbacks or maybe they're getting you're they're expecting to buy you presents online but there's some way that's it's not going to be uh, likely that it's very genuine if you see that I find that also interesting that they didn't have a license and that was how they were trying to get around it by putting them on their own uh, sites outside the country so interestingly you don't see the same kind of heavy marketing in this kind of mail order bride we'll call it well first of all I find that a complete misnomer because uh, no one's mailing out any women from Ukraine even to the west obviously uh, guys have to come here first and meet them and then buy for a fiance visa if they're from say North America like the US for example uh, but you don't see the heavy amount of marketing because well, basically the dollars you know follow the follow the money <laughs> Lebowski um, yeah there just isn't the money in it because it's not a huge industry as a result you don't see the same kind of marketing you know all this stuff about traditional values and I'm going to be going into that in, in more content on this channel and other myths that they try to you know perpetuate here about say Ukrainian men and women and why it's uh, such a good idea to come and pay them for their introduction services just to have the marketing invested in it and I think finally why you don't have as many agencies is the fact that a bit like when there was a war broke out here in Ukraine after Euromaidan you had the annexation of Crimea by Russia and then uh, a war in Donbass in Donetsk and east of the country um, they just disappeared uh, completely because they were too scared to come so guys who tend to use marriage agencies in general are not the bravest bunch like say sexpats uh, as well they also disappeared from Ukraine once there was a war and Belarus because it has a particular emphasis on rule of law and uh, is kind of an unknown country in the east of Europe that isn't marketed uh, very much it was very difficult to get a visa 
Um, well, now they have Visa Free, of course, you can watch my videos about that. I can link it up in the card and below in the description if you want to know how to go to Belarus. Uh, without a visa. So in the last few years, it's definitely opened up a lot, but previously is a very much more closed country. It has, it's also known in the Western media as Europe's last dictatorship. All these things put off these kind of guys. So again, another reason why there just isn't the same incentive to create agencies or to create the marketing behind it in order to get these guys to come to Belarus. Unlike here, of course, where, you know, Ukraine has been a lot more open uh, since, say, Yushchenko became president and they got rid of visas for most uh, Western Europe, well, most Europeans and North Americans and Latin Americans as well. Not all, so my clients did have to get a visa, an e-visa to come here, uh, unfortunately, to uh, Ukraine. But you see the difference and that just also makes a less of an incentive to market these services. Now, we've gotten to the end of a video another podcast with me. I think this one's actually been pretty short compared to normally how long I ramble on. And what are you doing next weekend? Because you don't need to use, obviously, a dating agency or a marriage agency or any of these matchmaking romance tours. If you're the right kind of person, you can come and live the bizarre experience with me, Connor Klein, right here. And it can be in Odessa and you're gonna be obviously protected from all the scams, or it can be in Minsk or in a city in Russia like Moscow or St. Petersburg, for example. And, you know, I aim to help my clients in many ways. One is, of course, the fact you don't have to come to a city like this on your own. Um, you don't have to spend time figuring out where everything is. I mean, all the information is online, but you're gonna to have to spend a lot of time in order to sift through it and see if it's a good fit for you. Of course, you don't have to worry about being scammed, whether it's online or in person, because I'm going to be able to vet everybody that you're going to be meeting and also explain exactly what the red flags to watch out for. And, you know, you're going to have my energy, you're going to have my crew with me, and we're going to go and have an unforgettable time in a city like Odessa. Uh, in spite of its infamous reputation at times on this particular topic, it is an amazing place. Now, who should not be uh, coming on this our experience or applying for it? Because there is the link in the description uh, if and you go and fill that out and then I see if it's a good fit potentially for us to work together and then we're gonna jump on a strategy call but before you go do that you should consider are you the right person for this now because uh, we're dealing with marriage agencies in this video there is a certain type of person where I think it is actually more useful to go and use one of those services like if you don't have um, you have this well, how to be blunt about this like if you're like say in your 50s and 60s and you're looking for someone realistically uh, who's probably over 40 and looking for companionship you could find it here if you use that kind of service for sure but if you don't like to go out for example i'm very social don't feel comfortable in a nightclub uh, partying uh, meeting beautiful women in real life where it's not all set up in terms of you have 10 dates uh, with women who are of course waiting to become your bride here <laughs> that could at times be true. It depends on whether you use a legitimate agency or not. Um, but if that's more what you're looking for, you don't really want to develop yourself and pay for a premium service in order to actually be able to meet women and actually uh, seduce them and be seduced by them genuinely here in Eastern Europe, then the our experience is not going to be a few and you should probably just go and check out the links I have to the uh, other, to the agencies that I have actually uh, collaborated with that are, as far as I can see, genuine uh, below. They're not going to Try and scam you to so go do that rather than apply for my experience because it's not going to be a good investment of your time unless you're willing to actually put in both the time and the money in order to develop yourself for this premium experience likewise if you are probably a lot younger than that demographic and you want to come to eastern europe because you've heard it's a place where girls will sleep with you for a sandwich and all this bs uh, and you're just interested in banging lots of chicks who are not 
particularly you're not particularly interested in quality or in developing yourself. You just want to come and get some matches on your, under your belt. Then that's perfectly fine. It's a free world. I'm sure you will find some girls eventually here, maybe who are up for that. But it's also not going to be the desired experience. I don't want to. Um, have clients. I'm just not going to be interested in helping you if that's your main objective. Um, and if you, you know, really suffer from things like approach anxiety and talking to women in general, don't have any charisma, you need to go and develop that before you come here as much as possible. And uh, there are other guys online who will help you with that for sure a lot better than I'm interested in. I have actually helped guys with this in the past, but uh, I would prefer to have clients who already are competent and used to beautiful women and just want to have an amazing time when they come here with me and my crew and go to that next level. They're the clients I'm trying to help and they need to be willing to invest the time and the money in order to do that. This has been a relatively quick uh, vodka vodcast. So if you are the person, you've listened to me ramble on for another two or three minutes here, uh, you're probably the person who's really fit for this, then go down to the link below this video in the description, fill out the application form. If it's a good fit, we're gonna be hopping on a short strategy call together and it could be you. I am going to leave Odessa, um, it's now Saturday, so I'm gonna leave uh, in the middle of next week and go back to Minsk in Belarus. Why this video is so relevant, gonna have a new client there and we're gonna live the Zara experience together next weekend. Could be you, uh, go apply and Maybe see you very soon, not just in this next video, but in real life, living the Zara experience yourself. Dopobachna, desvidanya, da babachenya, if I'm not screwing it up, in Belarusian. See you very soon. Someone else wants to talk to me over here. <laughs> Come on to the camera. Maybe we put you in at the end. What's your name? This guy's been waiting patiently for the finish up. What's your name? My name is Vlad. Vlad, nice okay. Welcome to the Zara oh. Experience. Put your face in. Anyways, we're going to have a chat and see what he wants to talk to me about. Maybe do some content together. Ciao, ciao. Zara Experience.